You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Left alone to Hello. Hello. Listen to the sweet sounds of Dennis Wilson, which will be relevant coming up soon. This, part is, of our, this is our Dennis Wilson cast. It's part of our Rips series. Yeah, we're going to be talking That's about true. Christine McVie who died. And we're Christine McVie died. Yeah. Wow. From the from the Fleetwood Mac, as they used to call them. Now it's wow. just Fleetwood Mac. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, okay. Drop them like flies, man. Oh my god. There's a lot of and there's a lot of rips. There's a ripocalypse. Kirstie Alley just died. It's literally right now, her body's still kind of warm. Like this is a ripocalypse that is happening so soon to when we start that I'm not sure that I can find any rips. But I'm gonna do the benefit for everybody. I'm gonna do a live rip search. Which I did at work earlier. Stayed work till six thirty. All right, just so I could um, supply the podcast with ge- gems and jewels. I'll stay at work till six thirty for you. I will go back to jail for you. I closed the storm window for you. Oh, Andrew. thank you. Appreciate it. No problem. Now it's nice and quiet in here. I took the air conditioner that these scumbag people yeah. that lived in my apartment before me had like screwed into the wood five times out today. It I would have just nice. left it in. I was thinking about it, but I, just, I hated the way it looked. It looked low yeah. class. I didn't like that. I, I didn't care for it. I hate that my heat is not controlled. It's just so... It's just on. Yeah, you got so, a warm spot, man. It's fucking awful. Yeah. It's awful. I keep the window open usually with the fan on. Just Have you tried getting so and warm. turning off the fucking the radiator? Like getting to the fucking... Getting the knob? No, I don't care that much. <laughs> you gotta go through a lot of stuff to no. get that knob. Yeah, I'm just... It's not, a well-protected I'm not that knob. into... Yeah, well, well-protected knob. 
Much like my knob when I, I wear. I respect a well-protected knob. Yeah, I'm wearing some tight jeans. And I, uh, I haven't given up the tight jeans yet. That was, that's oh, okay, hang with it. That's what separates me from all of the men my age who yeah. have given up on life. Looking Game back over. Around. Game over. I'm old now. Nope. Not old. They'll come back around. Not even thinking about old right now. I'm feeling actually more energized than ever. You feel vigorous. I feel a little vigorous just okay. because I know that no matter what happens, I'll be okay. Yeah, that's true. And that's what makes me feel good. And you have to think about that that way. It's like, no matter what happens, I'll be okay. And the worst case scenarios are for other people. I got to be honest. The worst case scenario for, I mean, yeah, if, if you don't have like a tumor in your heart, you can make shit work. You know, like well, it's I pretty have, right. I, uh, I do have a heart condition that could D- kill is me. Is it a tumor? Me. No, it's uh, it's my one of my the the one of the quadrants of my heart is broken into four pieces. One of the quadrants in my heart doesn't work particularly well. And Do you I've, feel like because it could happen at any moment that every every moment's a gift? No, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. So shitty TV shows have lied to me. Well, every every moment's a gift, and like not every gift is okay. Is not every gift is like. Great. Yeah, every every gift is like a oh cool, you got me a puzzle. That's neat. Cool. Appreciate it. I like puzzles. It'd be great. Yeah. If you I want can... a puzzle? I'll get you a puzzle this year. Yeah, but I don't want to do it by myself. What if I get you like a dirty puzzle this year oh for Christmas of like somebody's best. asshole? No, I don't want to want somebody's asshole, but I would like a dirty puzzle. <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can find for you. Yeah. It'd be like if uh, like Hypatia Lee, like a dirty puzzle. There has, somebody had to have somebody, made yeah. a dirty puzzle. I, uh, I don't feel like I can top the Irwin Rommel action figure I got you a few best. years ago. Yeah, I need, to, oh, yeah. I need to come up with I something. I should display that prominently. <laughs> it's, it's slightly questionable. I, I I understand why I don't. It's the same it's reason that I don't have the Killdozer flag you got me uh, prominently <laughs> displayed in my apartment. It's not. It is not questionable it's of historical significance rommel tried to kill hitler that's true that's true so uh anybody can look that up it's public viewing no problem he was one of the good guys 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 to shut the fuck up about shit that happened 100 years ago i would love it if everyone shut the fuck can you imagine if instead of covid it was a disease that made people stop talking Oh my god! That'd oh, be great! Oh, a disease where people couldn't type anymore It'd be astounding. When the person that told me I was anti-COVID, um, <laughs> uh, when I when that happened over the summer, and they told me I was anti-COVID, which was bizarre to me, I said, um, "Yeah, if it was some, it was a disease that made people stop talking. I'd be pro COVID. Oh, I'd be so down. I'd be a super spreader. I love that. I loved that somebody told me I was anti-COVID." Like, do you even hear the, the sounds best. coming out of your mouth when you say things like that? And I said, and I, I took, I swung at the 40 mile an hour fastball across the plate. <laughs> I said, is anybody pro COVID? Yeah, and they're about? like, well, no, but you know what I mean? And I was no. like, I don't know what you mean. Here's and then it got the weird. And it was like a, clearly a first date and that dude was way out of his depth. And she like looked all like weird and like it ended quickly. It was really good. And I ruined his first date. One of the reasons that I refuse to argue with anyone anymore, like I just refuse to have arguments in public anymore, A, because it makes you look like a fucking asshole, Yeah. and B, because nobody nobody will meet you in a place. Everyone always comes at you with some half-baked idea that they have no... It's it's like on very silty soil. If it's something you read somewhere, right, and not something that you research thoroughly. I got got no time for you. I got nothing for you. That's it. 
Um, yeah. And it used to be fun. I think before COVID, it used to be fun to go to a bar and yeah. just checkmate somebody because like it would, <laughs> whatever, like if you got somebody who was really riled up, it was fun to be like, yeah. Well, I don't know. Explain that. Justify yeah, well, that. Because what the, about this? That's the most fun. When yeah. You get somebody, even about music or about anything, when you get somebody riled up. When you up, get someone riled. Mm. But great. now everyone's just riled. It's fucking silly. Yeah, it's and stupid. People get riled about anything. It's and dumb. people used to drink to forget, and now they drink to remember. Yeah. Which mm. is the worst. No more arguing. That's it. No. No more Never arguing again. ever. Never again. My God. I don't know. I see. I look back on past relationships, right? And I think, how did I allow myself to argue? How did I let that happen? I, I must have been tired. Yeah. Maybe I had a long day at work. But I just let it happen. It's very bizarre. Because I normally don't let that happen at all. I'm not an argumentative person. I don't even have a loud voice. I'll straight up hang up the phone. You have a much point. louder voice than I, I do. know. I'm, I'm working on it, but I just I can't help it. I'm just not an argumentative guy. And there's plenty of people in the world. I can find somebody else. Right, yeah. Mm. And if that's mean or whatever, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Fucking find a new planet then. Fucking, that's how, that's how we for, do it here. I'm looking for a constant companion and somebody who's down, you know, and, and nobody who wants to argue ever about anything. Only discuss. Never yell. Yeah. Oh, no yelling is nice. No yelling. Please no. It's funny for all the f- like the the fact that my voice is very loud. I never yell. Or I never want to yell when I'm like fighting. I always want to like talk calmly. I don't like that. Yeah, and that drives people crazy. Yeah, you probably actually can tell when I'm angry because I probably talk much quieter than I normally do. Yeah, well, no uh, me jodas. And I say no me jodas, which means bitch, please in <laughs> Spanish. I noticed that there's three of us at work in the office I work at, and we all have very loud voices. So we just spend half the day yelling at each other, but in like agreement and like, yes, I think that's a very, it's fucking brutal. I I feel very bad for the people down the hall from us. It was brutal. brutal. We're we're, we're all, uh, we're all a little deaf. What are you going to do? I guess. Yeah. So here we are. Episode 415, I think. Right. I think this is 416, if memory nah, serves. Because like, we did a double hop yeah, last week. Yeah, we did. We did a double hop. Episode 416. Again, thank you for everybody who came to the New York City thing. It was only a week ago, oh, but it feels cool. like more. Uh, wow. It was a while ago. I heard uh, from a... Uh, <laughs> I actually heard from a good resource that the person who hosted us went from enjoying went from uh hosting us to not wanting to host us real fast oh is that right oh Oh, yeah that's sad and and constantly asking people when we were going to be done wow all right oh yeah so a bar sorry uh, guy hardly knew ye all right what happens that's what we do we show up we we glow up and then we throw (laughs) up and that's the way it goes yeah i it's funny for well you know whatever i'm not gonna i don't want to fucking I don't want to shit in the place. It's uh, it was very good. To what us. a place! What, what a, a metal bar! What a place! Metal bar it was great. You know, I like when you try to be nice to somebody and they just look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be that kind of scene, huh? And then I was like, all right, well, that you can only get better from here. Yeah, whatever, it's fine. So you know, I'm, not, just, I'm not here to be everyone's friend. It's yeah. Fine. So I drank five Budweisers and sang karaoke for everybody, which is exactly <laughs> the way I wanted it to go. I listened back to that episode, and wow, we were pretty drunk. We were pretty drunk. Yeah, there's um, it's a little fuzzy. <laughs> there's little some fuzzies fuzzy. in there. Yeah, little, little, some fuzzies, but thank you very much anyway. And 
all the right people showed up. Yeah, we made all cool. the right moves. Thank you so much. And if our uh, Patreon drop-offs are any indication, we're doing something right. <laughs> our dro- our drop-offs have slowed. Is that what you're saying? Our drop-offs That's have sick. increased, which uh, means we're doing something all right. All right, nice. Yeah. We all far and the Bible says we all fall short of the glory. That's true. So, um, I also I feel like this is the time when everyone's starting to get crunched, and everyone's like, "I got to start to save money where I can." I oh please! Like, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Dwight Eisenhower said, "Always take your job seriously, never yourself." So, fuck you if you want to. If you want to, oh, you want to save the four dollars a month that we're charging you? Then you know I don't know what to tell you, homeboy. Maybe you should move back in with the folks up in Connecticut. <laughs> maybe you should move back up. Maybe move back in with the folks up in Connecticut and maybe just, uh, you know, try to turn your love around. Turn that turn that shit back around. I've been, there's something I've been meaning to do for a long time, which is just sit down with a spreadsheet and calculate everything that I pay into every month. Because I bet the number is troubling when I put it all together. You should probably do that every month, yeah. I probably should Wait, do that every month. for the podcast month. or just in general? No, in general. Just like all the Patreon things I do and all like whatever, like fucking streaming services and all Wait, that you shit. you pay for other people's Patreon? I do, how, yeah. How dare you? I do. Who? Whose? I'll never say. Uh, actually, I only had the only Patreon thing I do Who? is like, yeah, dude, Proud Boy guys. Um, yeah, and then I, then I pay for a bunch of Proud Boys. Gavin McKinnon. I uh, I pay for the legal defense fund of the Proud Boys. Oh boy, I have a uh, I, I pay thirteen I <laughs> I pay fourteen dollars and eighty eight cents every month to the Proud Boys. <laughs> right. uh, you know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't uh but but I've asked you somebody recording me right now saying that like oh, I got him I got him it's okay but yeah no I. Uh, I bet the number I spend every month on things like that is rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not good. It's not I good. keep pretty good. I keep pretty good track of my finances. Yeah, you you are the least stressed about money person I know in my entire life, which is have, like very nice. Because I've been telling, I see, I tell people and they laugh because people think I'm a buffoon. Confirm. No, I do. I disagree. Confirm. Disagree. I think I def, people definitely. I just like to have a good time, and I like to laugh, and I like to make people laugh, and I like to have a good time. When I think people, people don't know what to do with you because you do that, but no one thinks you're a buffoon. Well, I don't know. Nobody thinks you're a buffoon. Nobody I know thinks you're a buffoon. Why do you need to know what to do with somebody? Why can't you just enjoy somebody's company? Oh, I don't. I have no. Like, I can't answer that. Stupid. I'm not a fucking wound up nitwit. Right. I can't exactly. answer that. But you know, just when I thought it was safe to do my own series, here I am <laughs> back again doing a feature. Um, but I, yeah, and I have. I have money. I have so much. I mean, the reason why I don't worry about money is because I have I have a ton of money in the bank. So I don't worry about it because I have many years of rent saved. So I'm good. <laughs> I am good. I'm really good. Thank you. Yeah, I never like the only thing I ever see you spend money on is like enjoyable uh, like things. Just, just like just thing like, yeah, like going out, having a nice time. Like yeah. that's it. Like no, I never I, see you. Like, I'll sit and I'll stress about what kind of light to get in my apartment. And you're just like, oh, it's a light, man. Turn it on. Like, who cares? I I got uh, Salvation Army $5. Yes, exactly. Target $15. Yeah. I'm I'm looking Home at a Depot. George Nelson bubble light for three hundred dollars, and you're like, hey, yeah. okay, that's uh, that's a weird thing that you're doing. Whatever, I it's know. It's nice. It keeps me. It keeps. It reminds me that I'm a human being and not a consumer. Well, you're a consumer. I for am sure. a bit of a consumer. But what are you gonna do? 
Well, what, I, at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Honestly, you can consume whatever you'd like. People tell you that capitalism is bad. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's a reason why we live in this country. I, well, that's the reason why we feel good. That is a fun thing about living in this country. Because there's you can I could throw a stone at the window right now and find somebody who has a like a a capitalism gripe. <laughs> yeah, but, but everybody a stone out the window. So yeah. where what are you doing here, man? I don't have to tell you. Like there are so many places on earth where you can go and live the way that you say you want to live. Sure, just go for it. It's fine. Totally fine. However, everybody's an anarchist. Until the rent is due. I yeah. <laughs> so. say a, a nihilist is most easily defeated by their next telephone bill. You know, that's yeah, how it goes. Shit. So why don't you just uh, maybe take a step back and enjoy your life the way it is? I'm working on it. I, maybe you've got, not you, just in general, oh, you've uh, got, you've got, <laughs> say you've got, say, okay, say that you're in a position right now where you've got a partner who's cool and attractive and fun and you guys have a great time. And you're building a life together, but you have this nagging sense of like, there should be more and I shouldn't buy so many things. I shouldn't be a consumer and I should protect the environment. That's what everybody wants you to think. Life is yours for the living and you can do whatever you'd like with it and you can buy stuff if you'd like to. That's the reason you work because otherwise you're working for no reason. You work to buy things you like and then you die. <laughs> That's the deal. That's the American deal. It's been that it's way. It's a life deal. It's not even an American deal. We just have yes. to do it better than everyone else. Like, what are you? What else are you going to do? You know, I stop. Mean, just, just stop feeling compelled to do things because other people are doing them. Carve your own way. Carve your own way. Because you are two. Per, two become one. Two personalities become one. Imagine that, right? You're with your your best gal or your mm -hmm. best person. And you're, you know, you might, but the thing is like, if you're together because you align politically, I couldn't think of, a, I couldn't think of a, a less sexy reason to be together. Like, oh, well, I actually detest this person in every other way, but we align politically. Yo, you need to have a discussion over Denny's. I think you should go check yourself into a hospital yeah, at that point. No fucking shit. Wow. There are so there are too many variables in this world, in this life, to have a strong opinion about one of them. And that's the deal. You just need to fucking... Everybody needs to take a breath. Everybody needs five. <laughs> All right? Everybody needs five. Just take a breath. Figure out where you're going. Do you love the person you're with? Yes, of course. Do you, do you, do you want to grow together? Why? What, do you love them for them or do you love them for what they stand for? Think about it that way. That sounds so, like, that sounds so banal when you think about it. Like, it sounds so, not banal, but it sounds so, like, gross. Because people literally are with each other because of what they stand for. Yeah. And, like, yo, just be with the person because you like, because <clears throat> you admit to yourself you love them. And love beats all, for sure. And real love, and I've, I've only experienced it a couple times in my life, but real love, unconditional love, I'll help you no matter what. You have sad failings, but I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. That's unconditional love. It's it's you you realize that everything is the sum of its parts, and you bring it together. And at the end of the night, at the end of the day, you bring it on home, and you love that person you're laying next to. If you don't have that feeling, if you're like waiting for the next, the new what's next, the waiting for the next foot to drop, 
waiting for them to reconfirm anything. Forget it. You got to go. Yeah, no, I agree. Forget it. And I know there's a lot of people struggling out there right now. Because this is the oddest time to date in human history. I think you're honest. I mean, I we don't, you know. The last, I wanted a, a uh, hinge date not so long ago. And the dis- yeah, no, no, no. The discussion <laughs> I'm was make a sample of myself making that sound. That's gonna be the, the date sound. Oh, oh. Yeah. no! And uh, it was like, um, <laughs> I'm no, it wasn't like that at all. But you honestly came so close to being covered in whatever I'm drinking right now. You that really hit very well. Wow. But basically, I was like, here I'm in a bar, right? All right, there you go. And I was like, um, she kept trying to talk to me about like what my politics were. Oh. And I was like, I, you know, I'm just kind of like a. Uh, and before I could even explain, just because I hesitated, it was like. That's it. It's oh, over. Oh yeah. It was, it's it was over. Like, and I'm sorry, but like it was like, yeah, I'm kind of like, because I'm a mature human being, I take it like. What it's come what may, you know, like everything comes at you every day, and you. you process it how you will. Sometimes you're the New York Post, sometimes you're the Daily News. What are you going to do? That's exactly what I said verbatim. You sometimes you're the New York Post, sometimes you're the Daily News. And she was like, oh, well, this is, you know, some things are in, uh, uncontrovertible. And I said, well, that's not tr- That's that sounds like a really lame right. way what? to live so your life. So what, like, what are the things? And Couldn't explain it. Well, yeah, I no, asked those. No, I ex- no. ex- you and I are so similar. I asked, well, what are the things? And it was like, you know, like, oh, you know, people, right? I was like, yes, I'm, I'm in, like, don't get me wrong. I'm 100% into human rights. Like, of course, like, I'm going to be a psycho if I wasn't into that. I, you know, but like, it becomes a, it becomes a party when it becomes like a um, self-congratulatory party when you add social justice to the mix and like, it becomes very dangerous. And I was just like, well, okay, you know, like, I I don't I'm not I've always been averse to like strong opinions because usually they're ill-informed. And that's what I said. She I remember it like the point immediately. And I I remember it verbatim. It only happened like a few days ago and I was like, you know, I I'm averse to strong opinions. I think there's way too many variables in the world to have a strong opinion about one. I'm averse to strong opinions um cuz there's so much going on in the world. And it was like, she just looked at me like I was wearing fucking, like, yep. like I was wearing goggles or something. It was like so weird. <laughs> it was so weird. And it didn't work out very well. Yeah, shocker. You yeah. you endured what uh, what we call a shit test, which is... Well, I guess I felt. Yeah, which is when a woman will just sit there and just test you just to see what your reaction is. Which is, yeah, I, I respond to them poorly. Well, she said myself. that she had Googled me. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she said. Oh, I I looked, I researched you before uh, we met yeah, up. I, I'm, I'm I texted I like, five friends and told them where we were going in case you sexually assault me here at Juniors. I wasn't even Juniors. Whatever. I don't. I picked a name. I don't even Fucking think Juniors exists anymore. Where we just were. No, no and shit. I was yeah. like, yeah, it was just for beers, a couple of beers. And I was like, I was like, okay, cool. She's like, oh, did you did you look me up? I was like, no, no. Psycho! I was like, because I want to discover. I said because I want to discover things organically. Call me old. Fa- I mean, like, call me old fashioned. I guess I just want to discover things. Like, I think the joy of a, every of a good relationship is discovering 
people and discovering things slowly over time. And I guess that didn't work out. So that was that didn't work you out so well. Dodged a massive train. You Teddy Duchamp that big yeah, time. Yeah, and she was like in her thirties, so that's like way above my what I usually go for. And um, it was like it was just a weird thing, man. She had her dog with her. Oh jeez. Yeah, it was a whole other thing. The, yeah, you know what? Never mind. I'm Never okay. mind. I'm ex- yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I I'm exhausted. I, I worked all day, but she want to talk about work and politics. Two things I don't want to talk about. Brutal. After five o'clock. Never. I don't want to talk. I want to talk about anything else. That is the lifestyle of a very lonely, very unhappy, <laughs> very medicated person. Well, I just was like, hey, you know, like I, I'm like, well, I just talked about it. And they're like, oh, I'm like, you want to get into it? Cool. Like, I, do, I think that politics is a very, very silty foundation for any type of conversation. Because you either just agree with each other and nod. Or you disagree and disavow each other. And I don't do either. I just listen. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, in this climate. You know, <laughs> in like, this climate, yes. People are actually uh, dying. Uh, really? Climate. Who died? Who He's died? Tell me about. who died. Yeah. It's very strange. And, uh, and I give everybody their props. Cool, you're interested in that. It's just I'm not. There's no way that I could ever go for I can't go for that. No can do. No can too. Yeah, I uh, wholeheartedly agree. I, yeah. I just want, I mean, I would love, I mean, it's like, you know, my sense of humor was clearly in line with hers. But it's cool. But I, mean, I was just talking to her about normal, like weird stuff, you know, like stuff I'd, I read about like that day, you know? And that's what I do usually. And if you can hang, you can hang forever. And if you can't, you can't. And in a way, like, you shit tested her. Can yeah. you hang and talk about Hill Street Blues with me? I if was not, no. I talked I to her about the uh, unveiling of the B twenty one Bandit. Uh, you know, I saw that and I thought of you. <laughs> yeah, I did. I I watched the whole thing. I said in uh, Aberdeen Air Force Base, I said the, you know that they unveil the B twenty one Bandits, the first uh, multi faceted uh, stealth bomber uh, for the new for the twenty first century. Did she say I hate war unless we're going to war with Russia? In which Something, case I'm suddenly well, very into it. Well, no, that was she's like, Well what's that? And I was like, Oh, it's a new Air Force bomber. She's like, Are you into like military? And I was like, Yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm kind of a hawk actually, if you ask me about my political leanings. I believe in a uh, strong military because we're the strongest we have the strongest military in the world, it's been proven. Like we could end, we could, we could go in and end the Ukrainian conflict in two weeks. <laughs> like that would, that wouldn't be a problem. And we wouldn't probably, we probably would only lose maybe 500 people. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then it was just like, on, it was like, obviously like. Burr, burr, that was, burr. yeah, that was it. <laughs> she, the windows shut down. Yeah, and I was like, you. but you know what I thought to myself? <laughs> I thought to myself, this is a person who has met people online very a very online person mm, yep was met dudes online who tell her what she wants to hear then she has like optimistically 20 minutes of boring of 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 sex <laughs> varying degrees of good or bad whatever and then she gets ghosted which is the cycle for on- fucking insufferable no, but I which would is imagine. The, which is the online dating cycle yeah. pretty much now which is the meet meet like find one thing you agree with have sex never talk to each other again that's the online dating cycle now which i find so fucking crazy so i was like you know what i'm just gonna be because i i mean at this point in my life 
I've had plenty of sex with really hot people. So I'm like, okay, with not having sex all the time. I really am. And when I do, it's all out. But, you know, I don't all the time. You know, and it's like, I I just wanted to talk to this person on a real level. And just like, let them know what I'm all about. And if we meet in the middle, cool. And if not, you know, as it wasn't a test. It wasn't anything. I just talked to him about what I was into. Which is the way people used to be. Yeah, this not is what, even that long ago. Here are my interests. Do they align with yours? Clearly they didn't. But then I was told why they didn't. And I was like, oh, all right. I mean. Oh, you got a full report afterwards. Oh, I got a report. Oh, that's yeah. very nice. Oh, I got the, you know, I definitely got the, like, you know, awesome to meet you. But, I, you know, I, I just, I don't, it would just be, like, cooler if we just, like, maybe hung out as friends. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it would be even cooler like, if we didn't hang out at all. I was, like, I was like, I really wanted to write something like, save it, you know, like, but I didn't. I was just like, I just gave her a thumbs up emoji. Oh, like, nice. I was like, cool. You know, like, that's all. You know, like, I'll see you when I see you. Well, thumbs up emoji just says, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah, 100%. You know, because it was like, oh, well, you know, like, blah, 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 you know. When I was like, we just didn't agree with anything. And that's fine. I mean, would you, yeah, like, you'll always find those people. Like, that used to not be cause to, like, shut down your entire fucking, like, that's exactly what the entire day. You well, know? That's exactly what I'm saying. What's like not, it's not cause to, um, I mean, maybe you could learn something from this person. That's what I thought. You know, I was like, maybe I could learn something from this person. Let's discuss, let's have a discussion on a, on a cellular level. And they weren't ready for that. Can I make a weird admission here? Yeah, sure. I would love, I would pay, I would pay cash money, oh, capitalist no. money no. to somebody if they could teach me something new, <laughs> I swear. I thought you meant to, to, to see me on a date. No, I, that'd be, that would also be fine. Next time you do that, I want you to text me. I'm not going to come in. I'm yeah. just going to stand outside the window like a Michael Myers. Just looking in the whole time. No, you should. You should come on in. Um, but yeah, I I would love it if somebody, not even on a date, but just I went and just fucking kicked it with somebody and they came from a perspective I don't have. Yeah. And they made me go, huh. Right. Okay. I love the feeling of somebody fucking making me go, oh, I'd never thought about that before. Right. That's fascinating. But no pressure. Just. Yeah. Huh. Okay, cool. Whatever. Like, fuck. I would love it. It'd it's be tough. so nice. It is tough. My favorite feeling in the world is finding something and like putting yeah. a puzzle piece in I mean like oh oh yeah, ah sure that makes so much sense it's a delightful it's why i have like an entire room dedicated to fucking books in my house like because yeah. i just want to go through them and find those puzzle pieces i'm begging you for the, the world at large now, i admit to that Get. life in prison as ladies man life in prison as somebody who just wants to go oh <laughs> oh that's cool that's neat wow okay my name is Randy West. Uh, um, well, that's I'm I'm sad that loser. that's happened, but not really loser. because it seems like you probably dodged a big bullet there. So. I dodged a big bullet. I I mean, and I have the knowledge and the wherewithal to know that I dodged a big bullet. But goddamn, I felt all excited. Yeah, I felt all like I felt yeah. like the cock of the walk. Like, oh, like a like a like an attractive person who was like a kind of within my age range. Like thirty plus, like like she's thirty two, like, but it was she was thirty two, hanging on to like 
politics that early 20s people are into. So it was like a weird, like, I don't want to admit I'm getting old, so I'm going to hang on to like the youngest quotient, like the youngest part mm-hmm. of life right now. Very strange. We didn't even meet on music or anything. That's kind of a weird thing because it's, I think it's actually women over 40. Yeah. That push that shit the hardest. But it's wow. like Zoomers on TikTok that are like the face of it. But really, if you like, if you look at it graphed out, it's women over 40 who are like. She did talk about TikTok. Doing some wild shit. Yeah. She did talk about TikTok. And I couldn't help but think like, aren't you 32? <laughs> well, oh, man. Oh, like, yeah. I think TikTok's for teenagers. Like, TikTok's what you like. Well, teachers like ban you from using when you're in class. <laughs> there was, there is right now, I think it's still going on, a curfew in uh, some county in North Carolina because somebody shot at and disabled two power stations, like two substations, and wow. knocked out part of the power in that whole city. And, and it was you. It wasn't me, but when I think about things like TikTok, I'm like, yeah, that's a reasonable response. <laughs> that's yeah, a pretty reasonable thing that this guy did. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I like, I love, um, expre- I love people that are able to express themselves for sure. Um, definitely. And, uh, I think it is a platform for, um, brilliant self-expression uh, at best, but at worst it's, um, I mean, at the end of the day, isn't every platform a platform for brilliant self-expression at best? Like that's, that's why yes. we build these things well, the thing. is, Yeah, is, for something exceptional. Well, that's the thing. And you, and if people like you feel like you can be supported and and nurtured on TikTok which is very strange to me um and then it becomes like a, a notion of like false fame or like oh i have 100,000 followers so of course i'm famous now and then because i'm famous i shouldn't have to work yeah. <laughs> which mm. i love <clears throat> which i love the, which is the best ever like oh i'm tiktok famous i don't have to i shouldn't have to work I mean, maybe you don't, I guess, at that point. I don't know what, I don't know how you could pay doing that shit. I don't know how it works. But it's just like the low follow. I mean, it's like a not a a massive amount of follow. And people will follow, I mean, from what I understand, people will just follow people on TikTok for fun. Yeah. Like, no matter what. So, like. This is the first internet thing since, like, AOL that I have have never downloaded. I don't have it on my phone. (laughs) Never, never touched it. This is the first one where I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm all set. Is this the rite of passage? Are we old now? Yeah, it might be. Which is, yo, if this is being old, it's all right. I feel pretty fucking good. Yeah, no, I Uh, still do Instagram and everything else, but I just, I can't do TikTok. This is it. Yeah, I really, like, I tried Snapchat, and I think I still have one that exists, but, like, it's not a thing, but I think that was the first point where I was like, oh, this is kind of silly. Snapchat was just like, I would just follow, like, like thoughts and hoes, right? On, that's what on, it's there for. On uh, like like Tinder and be like, oh yeah, hey, if. so and it turned out to be a bot like every time. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, and like not you know, I'll admit it. Like it was just I got fooled by bots a couple of times. I was just like, oh well, you know, great. That's cool. how it goes. Wonderful. Um, yeah, no, I'm not complaining about anything. My life is great, but you know, what are you gonna do? I I don't know. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I can't tell you. No, I life uh, is great though. I, I will, no, life I will is echo good. that. Life is good. Life is you know. I wish it would snow more. I, I think really we're, do. we're getting there soon. We'll probably get a get a fresh a fresh yeah. blanket. Not to talk about the weather too yeah, much. Yeah, not to. Do you know that <laughs> Estee Lauder bought Tom Ford? I did not know that. Yeah, they is did. Tom Ford still involved with Tom Ford? Is no. he out? 
Wow. Oh, holy shit. So good luck getting your good smelling eau de cologne. Because Estee Lauder doesn't do much. Uh, would probably just water it down. They're uh-huh. trying to bring um, luxury brands to the masses. I read all about this. <sighs> And I said, you know what? They're luxury brands because they're not for everyone. That's the point of the luxury brands. Not for everyone. I don't want to go to. I don't want to be able to buy Tom Ford for twenty dollars because it's going to smell like twenty dollars Tom Ford. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a bit of a cologne connoisseur. Right. I found. I found. Oh my god! I got to tell you. All right. So all through my twenties, I wore CK Truth. Okay. I found at Marshall's in Clifton Park, I found a bottle of CK Truth. And no it's, shit. And it's the real deal. Wow. All right. And I bought it immediately. $70 bottle and I bought it for $20. And I was like, oh, this brings me back, man. All right. God, it just smell. I just smell so good. I you feel, feel so invigorated good. when you put it on? Uh, you know what? <laughs> when I put it on after I haven't showered and I'm doing like the Puerto Rican shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did that today. Yeah, Puerto Rican shower. I, uh, or the horse bath. Let's not call it a Puerto Rican shower. Let's call it a horse <laughs> bath. Seems better. Call yeah. it a horse bath. I think it a horse bath. And we can say Italian tongue. shower. That's always okay. Fine. fine. I'm Italian, yeah. so I'll say you know what. I'm yeah. Erase that. I'm, I'm when I'm taking the Italian shower. There you go. Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't feel that invigorated, but when I just come out of the shower and I towel off and I brush my teeth. And I've given time for all the water to evaporate, and then I put it on my bare skin, and then I do the thing where I spray in the air and I walk through. Oh right yeah, and it smells really fucking good all day, and I love it. And I got this Versace um, like deodorant for twenty bucks, which all was right. like super nice and good, and it smells really good all the time. Uh, it might make me break out, but I don't care. Yeah, no, I've been doing some martial stuff, and I've been, you know, just really figuring out how to, you know, be a better person in terms of, like, smelling good and, um, you know, that kind of thing. All right. I had a, an aftershave that made me break out all the time. Or, like, it made it gave me, like, not a rash. It turned my skin red for about 40 minutes afterwards. It was, uh, and it was, like, a natural, quote-unquote wow. natural one. It was fucking, it was awful. I like when you let called. a stranger jerk you off. Yeah, it was no good. It was, it was a stranger jerk off fucking aftershave. I can't recommend it. I'll find the I'll find the, the name and I'll call him out. I'll fucking point fingers next week. Would you like to hear the football gaff of the week? <laughs> yes, I would love to. All right. A pretty good cunt, a punt to that uh, Judd Crockett. A pretty good cunt, a punt to that uh, Judd Crockett immediately. Uh, <laughs> what is going on at that dude's house? <laughs> I love it. Well, when we when I get back, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure out who takes the that fucking rolled, dog. That rolled right off the right, tongue. Like, it has hate behind it. A pretty good uh, punt. Uh, angry man. Very I love angry. that Apple is supposed to be the best ever but for some reason it won't let me play this more than once it's the best mm, it's the best ever fucking a dude oh and then it just crashed very <laughs> good brought you to something else very cool a uh, pretty good cunt punt to that uh Judd like did you hear how that sounded yeah he's angry cunt a uh, punt to that uh, <laughs> pretty good cunt uh, a pretty good cunt, a punt to that uh, judge. Has to be on purpose. Has to be on purpose. Yeah, it's, yes, pretty 100%. Good cunt. It's a Louisiana Samford game. 
Like, this person has to be bummed that they're even working this game at this point. You know? Maybe you just want it out. You know, uh, the Bible says we all fall short of the glory. So I'm told. So I'm just saying, you know. Did you know that um, people are mad at primetime? My main man. Primetime television? No, no, no. Primetime. Who the fuck is primetime? Deion Sanders. Oh, okay. I just assumed that was some content creator. I didn't know. No, no, no. He is a content creator. Primetime went to Colorado. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are mad because he left... He left the uh, he left his team in the dust. No, he didn't. He brought millions of dollars to that uh, Jackson, Mississippi, right. which was fucking drowning <laughs> in debt. Brought millions he of dollars. Actually, to can't that, even drink the water there. Brought yeah, br- literally brought millions of dollars to that organ that community, that organization. Set them up for a long time, and then he left. That's what he does. That motherfucker was. I, that's like, did you not know that he stays at on on any given team for no more than two years, and then he goes somewhere else? Like he said, he was like, look at his stats. He was on like sixteen. Yeah. He was on the fucking Ravens. That's true. Like he was on the Redskins. He was on the Ravens. Other Washington team. He was on the Ravens. Like, like he was on a lot of different teams. But I love that. I watched his welcome, like his um, speech, Deion Sanders' speech to the Colorado. First of all. Colorado is a very soft team. I worked one of their games this year and they got blown out. They're very soft. And there's a bunch of dudes in there like, well, if I'm injured, what's going to happen? He's like, we're going to hug and kiss and that's a wrap. Get the fuck out. <laughs> like, what do you think this is? It's not a he fucking said, daycare. We're going to hug and kiss and that's a wrap. <laughs> he doesn't. He has no use for injured players who are bad. If you they know get, what? He wants winners. He what? wants people who want to win. Yes, he wants winners. He wants people who want to win. I want winners. Exactly. That's old school. Yeah. And I love it. And people are going after him on Twitter like, that's not like you're encouraging people to use their transfer portal. Yeah. Yeah. He, but he said, like, I want every one of you to be in the NFL. I want you to give a check to your mother and you never have to worry about money again. That's what he said. Wow, that was the context. Wow. That was the context. And he's like, and if you can't do it here, you get in the, get in the transfer portal. And go do it somewhere else. Because he already has a quarterback. He already has he bringing half the defense with him. They're going to be great. They're going to be awesome. And but the one thing I found really funny was that his through line is, I'm coming. <laughs> he kept saying, yeah. he kept saying, I just want to let you know, I'm coming. I, I'm waiting. And I was like. Okay. What if he actually is? Every time he says it, I mean, great, good for good for prime time. He's like, I just want to let you know, I'm coming. Did they announce what he's going to pay him for this move? I probably million. Bucks. I mean, oh, Millions for of bucks. sure. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. He was making three hundred grand a year at Jackson State, so I'm sure it's like nine times that amount, which is great. Good for him. I hope they're great. Yeah. Goddamn. This little college football corner for everybody. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, really playing to our demographic here. <laughs> I love that we just talk about whatever we want now. I listen, fucking catch on or fuck off. I don't have to tell you. That's no, the deal. That's it. That is the deal. It's whatever you know, keeps us awake, man. My notes app really doesn't like that I... <laughs> is that you? That is me. This is 
producer Craig's brother calling me at 10 p.m. Put it on. Uh, all right, hold on. Got to put it on. That's the rules. Hey, what's going on? Can you hear me? Oh, are you? All right, you're on the podcast right now. Be funny. Oh, fuck. Hang on one second. Hold Hold on. All right. What's what's your problem? What did you call me to say something racist? What do you want? No, I never say anything racist. <laughs> All right. I'll right. talk to you later. <laughs> what is wow. this? All right. Cool. Thanks for calling. Jesus, he's drunk as hell. <laughs> he's so drunk. I wanted to hook up. Uh, he probably did. Like, what are you doing? You know, Yo, fucking, you want to pull me off in my driveway, and I'll I'll pretend to my fucking my wife that we're talking about sports. That's dark, man. Yeah. I think he I I feel like something's going on right now. There's a game on and I feel like something wild's happening and he wanted to talk shit. I think you should I honestly think you should follow him up. Maybe he can tug you off. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since I've been tugged off by Brian. All right, let's go for it. Has that when's the last time a woman tugged you off? Like straight up just a hand job. That's not an enjoyable experience no. for either party. Because that's something that I've been doing since I was 15. I could definitely do it better than you. I could definitely do it better. Yeah, I agree. Like, stop. It's okay. And then you're like, oh, my arm hurts. And I was like, I could definitely just fuck you right now. Like, we could just have sex. Legitimately, I don't know, but it's been a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you get a little lube involved and they, they use some exotic moves and it feels good. But most of the time, just like hop on top. Let's go. Yeah, right? Off to the races. Stop being cute. You do the thing with it on top, and then you flip them over, and you're still inside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you go to pound Oh, yeah. Not that that's happened in a while. No, definitely not. Listen to you, fucking weirdo. Oh, my God. Um... Hey, Marty. Marty. Marty, do you want me to do the you move know, I've been, where I flip I've, over and you're, I'm still inside of you? <laughs> hey, Not Marty. really. No, I, I don't. Really have flipped over. Do you remember the move, Marty? Still inside me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did we work it out where Marty Balin was still was in prison with Clint Eastwood? Because... Marty Balin filmed Hearts at Alcatraz where Clint Eastwood films The Great Escape or whatever the fuck the, the fucking Alcatraz escape movie is. Yeah. And so, of course, the what is that Alcatraz? Escape from Alcatraz, which, by the way, if you watch it, honest to God, fucking like sartorial inspiration, like their their uniforms are all I want to wear. I just want to dress like I'm in Alcatraz in the 70s. Um okay. Somewhere in there is how it happened. I can't explain how. I can't explain where we went. But that's how we got there. Um, do you want to... I don't want to call plays. <laughs> oh, look at him. We're in a vest. Nineteen seventy-nine. Good year. Oops. Man, hearts really like has become a theme song for. Uh, you know, we have little like th- we, we have little things that run through a series of episodes. Whoa. Nineteen eighty-one. Wow, big change in two years. Nice ground buzz. Oh, yeah. I feel you without you. 
I recently did this series on uh, Instagram, and it's Marty Balin's version of hearts getting progressively worse yeah, over the years. Yeah, this is bad. I don't know if you saw it on Instagram or I not, did but not. It, no, it was uh, it was something. Jesus, this sounds like a commercial for a phone yeah. psychic. Oh my lord. Step lower. From the hearts tour. Playing the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium. Yeah, kind of cool, right? Here's him playing a county fair oh, in 1989. No. <laughs> yeah, this is looking rough. <laughs> playing an acoustic guitar. Oh, man. Pretty rough, right? Uh, um, Brian just texted me to tell me I'm the biggest dildo on the planet. All right, he's drunk. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> totally drunk. Um, you want to do, uh, you asked me, you're rushing me along. Well, I, I was going to say, do you want to do rips? Yes. Because I have a very specific thing I'd like to do. Okay. Which is, I want to call Ryan Van Wyke and have him do a number. live rip, but I don't think he even knows these people. He doesn't know who Christian. Yeah, so we, we're actually it, it will be putting him on the spot in a way that is maybe a little strange. And I also yes. can't find his number right now, so. so I might have botched this. We've got plenty of time. What has it been? Twenty minutes? Uh, oh, I mean, we got all the time in the yeah, world, but I mean, he's a he's a normal boy. He has to wake up at seven a.m. Yeah. Well, go fix cars. <laughs> go fix cars. We can do some rips if you'd like. I got some rips. I got some uh, Christine McVie rips. Let's talk about Christine McVie first. I don't have any oh. Kirstie Alley rips, um, but I do have some Christine McVie uh, of, you know, now I'm not, normally we do rips and we take a shit on people. Yeah. Christine McVie was great. She and was she, really fantastic. I would say, though, she was the lungs and the heart of Fleetwood Mac for a really long time because she had the most musical... Um, I'm going to be playing some music on here. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll take it down. Yeah. Um, she had the most musical ability of any of the members of Fleetwood Mac. And 100%. I think that she really felt... At the end, she just... She moved to England. At the end of Tango in the Night, she just moved to England and said, like, fuck this. Like, I'm tired of carrying everybody. Like, when Larry Bird retired, he's like, I'm tired of carrying you motherfuckers. I don't care. Um... It was rough, and uh, but she was great. But the problem is that her uh, fan base is not uh, very, uh, not very with it. From her own heart. Wouldn't it be great if it just worked? <laughs> we learned earlier today that the great songwriter, singer, and pianist Christine McVie hmm. passed away after a short, undisclosed illness. Blood clots. And now we are learning 
that she kept her sickness secret even from her Fleetwood Mac bandmates. Interesting. This, according to Stevie Nicks herself. The band already put out a statement, which I shared with you all, and now Stevie wanted to write something personally. Just... Nobody cares. So the news just broke that the great uh, Christine McVie just died, 79 years old. A short illness, apparently. I don't know all the details. And, of course, uh, she was Christine Perfect in Chicken Shack. Married <laughs> John McVie became Christine McVie. I want to know what Obviously, John McVie's take is. period of Fleetwood Mac, she <laughs> came along. He's like 79, too. He doesn't art. care. Yeah, I mean, he laid like, old as a motherfucker. She left him, and it fucking record. broke him. Like, he was just like, he was a really fucked up dude for a long time because yeah. of it. Favorite of mine. I always, like, preferred her voice over Stevie Nicks. Agreed. Shouldn't be a competition. Stevie Nicks sounded like uh, a goat. They were a yeah, great yeah. band together in 75 when they, um, you know, when they changed, they became a different band with, and then with rumors. Made all that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. They became a good back. band, yes. God damn. They stopped playing shitty blues, um, yeah, yes. Just, just a, a, a great series of albums. I saw them. Just what three, four years ago on that last tour, uh, without Lindsey Buckingham, I saw them. Uh, I saw the first tour they did when the, uh, Buckingham Knicks joined in '75, oh and then I think I saw uh, the days on the green. Let me never be like this. I know it's Eagles, such a like. Oakland, California. This person and I are probably the same age, day, and they're just so like miles great, away great from each other. Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Who cares? I just had this vision. R.I.P. Christine McVie. Can you name a better three album run than this one? This one. And this and one. Tusk. Well, Tusk I didn't think so. Tusk is not that good. Christine, no. you'll be missed. Hello, everyone. Um, I'd like to say just a few words in honor of Christine McVie, who I'm going to remember today. This is mean. This is mean Mr. Mayo. This is mean Gene. Christine Perfect passed away today, November 30th, at the age of 79. This was one of those deaths that I, you know, I didn't expect. Sometimes, you know, if somebody is having a problem. Oh, she didn't give you a heads up. She didn't. Are you saying that Christine McVie didn't send mean Mr. Mayo a heads up? Wow. Unfortunately, I plan to pass today. We made love in the 1980s, and uh, I can't believe she doesn't remember me. Uh, and, you know, on my channel, we made love. I, I made love. don't, and you can't, make a video for every celebrity who passes. You definitely can. So you have all the time in the world. Is, Come on, mean uh, Mr. I Mayo. people who have somehow affected me in one way or another in my life. She fucked you. Fucked your pathetic And Christine certainly ass. fits the bill, because... Uh, I became a, 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 a Fleetwood Mac fan, uh, and uh, that happened <laughs> pretty much after Christine McVie and, and crew got uh, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. You know, I think I just like this guy, you and we every other human being on earth, right? Yeah, yo, one there's a reason nobody likes Fleetwood Mac before Hanks. It was fucking terrible. And listen to the earlier Fleetwood Mac. And some yeah, of it was blues like, rock. But uh, for me, you know, no surprise, when I was a teenager, I was listening to Beatles stuff. And I had. Okay, all right, okay, oh, me, Fucking Mr. dork. John Bowden from Rocky Stream Music. Sad news Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac has. Uh, <laughs> passed away. <laughs> Fleetwood Mask. Well, always wear your Fleetwood <laughs> mask when you go out in public. <laughs> 
John Bowden from Rocky Stream Music. Sad news. Christy McVie of Fleetwood Mask. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, dickhead. It's YouTube. You can start the video over, Holy asshole. fuck. John Bowden from Rocky Stream Music. Sad news. Christy McVie of Fleetwood Mask. <laughs> Holy fuck. You know oh. Oh, yeah. Really good. Here is a drum. Now, one of the songs she's most famous for, Everywhere. This is kind of bearing, this is kind of leading, giving you a little hint to what I'm about to, what I'm going to play for you later. Because I actually thought she was a great great artist, but her fans are terrible. Yes. Here's a completely unnecessary drum tribute, one of many. Like adding extra, uh, adding extra fills, yo, like fuck yeah. you M- and die. Mick Fleet would play that, that way for a reason. Shut up. Yeah, idiot. he was uh, Mick Fleet was a human metronome. You're like, like adding your cheesy fucking like guitar Mick, center I think fills. It would have been cool if you add a thirty second note here on the hi hat. Look here. Overplaying like a motherfucker. Imagine having all of the shit, having your drum set set up against the green screen, getting all the equipment to do fucking chroma key and all the shit, <laughs> and then filming it with your phone in the wrong fucking direction. Yeah. You asshole. You utter asshole. And then playing fucking terrible fills over everything. Ugh. What's up, everybody? It's Keefe with another GhostCultMag.com Music Minute update and a sad one. Rock and roll legend and Fleetwood Mac keyboardist and vocalist Christine McVie has died. She was 79 years old. She passed away after a short illness, as reported by her family and Fleetwood Mac's social media accounts. No further information is due at this time, but Christine was an... Thank you, Dan Rather of fucking music. Wow. Okay. Uh, Let's keep going here. Where am I? I got completely lost because... Of all of these lame people. Hold on. All right. One, two, three. Okay. Get ready. Get out of there. Okay. We're good. You really have a ton. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. No, this is. This is. Hey, fellow babies. Harley here. Um, Sad news yesterday the death and passing of Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac. Mega talented songwriter and singer. A lot of time overshadowed by Stevie Nicks, but. R.I.P. Christine McVie. Here's a guitar tribute. Oh, great. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, guys. Welcome to welcome to the Darksider. <laughs> Be sure to tip your bartender. Hey, love th- hey, thanks for the Darksider fam coming out. Yeah, we've got... Um, $10 steaks on the grill right now. Be sure to tip your bartender. $5 jello shots. If you want to head down. And we also got, um, got to park your boat. We're doing great right here. We got on the back patio. Nothing like, nothing says summer like the Docksider patio. And Fleetwood Mac on the guitar. <laughs> I mean, I'm, at least somebody called it Little Lies as being their best song. And not oh, fucking any of this other shit. Wait do you hear the fucking demo versions of this shit. Okay, so here's drumming with Tony. Yes. Christy McVie R.I.P. Let's go, Tony. Can you see this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it takes a big Tony swig. Tony takes a big swig of, what is that, monster? Big swig of a beer. And I would, and takes a hit of a joint. 
Oh. Wow. All right. And playing. <laughs> wait, wait, hit that last note. See, live from the 2000s live Thank album. Very much. Very much. There we go. Drumming with Tony. There we go. Perhaps an audition. Uh, I'd like to carry on now with a uh, song from the Tango in the Night album called uh, Everywhere. There we go. Let's see how if drumming with Tony has the chops. There we go. Mick Fleetwood, watch out. Here. Mick Fleetwood hearing footsteps, watch out. <laughs> here we go. Uh-oh, McFleetwood. Oh, we got some competition. Oh, you're already way ahead of the fucking... <laughs> way ahead. Yo! Yo, this... Yo, enough! <laughs> if I was playing with this person, I would stop Yo, the show. Yo, it's like he's playing with fucking, like, Blink-182. What is going on? This is Dave Aberzee's shit. This is... I was gonna say Dave Aberzee's favorite fucking YouTube channel right here. Hey, don't make hey, don't make stuff up. Like, okay, we understand Mick Fleetwood died. And okay, so Mick Fleetwood dies and uh, we're like, what do we do? Mick Fleetwood dies, right? Okay, so all the British members are dead, so fuck it. There's not what do we do? Oh, Mick Fleetwood no, uh John McVie's still alive. Oh, he's still alive, yeah. And he's I, like, I think. I don't he's know. like, Well, is the oldest surviving member, what do we do? And Lindsay Buckingham's like, well, I was watching YouTube the other night, and there's this guy drumming with Tony. <laughs> I think he could really slide in. He, he, we wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know his drums sound like cardboard boxes. Yeah, you guys like China symbol, don't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> he added China symbol to the Fleetwood Mac. It's the best. All there right. we go. I'm very excited for the double bass that's gonna fucking come in soon, the breakdown. Yo, do you know how quickly you would get literally thrown out of a fucking rehearsal if you did any of the shit? This is an insane person. Yo. Christine McPhee, RIP. You know what's so weird? You never see, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm in the wrong parts of YouTube. I've never seen anyone be like, RIP Christine McVie turn on this song and then fucking do a flaming solo over it. Like, it's just not like, you go, no, no I'm just going to play the song the way it goes. Jesus. Speeding up, speeding up. <laughs> Getting out of breath. Oh, man. Yo, oh my god, somebody Throw some ghost notes yo, in there If anybody's friends with drumming with Tony, just give him a hug Tony Give him a hug and a kiss and tell him that's a wrap That's a done, that's in it In the words of prime time Because yeah. I love that Oh, hey, excuse me, Coach Prime What about the injured players? Well, I tell you what, I'm going to give you a hug and a kiss And that's a wrap What about <laughs> drumming with Tony? We should we should report this video <laughs> To prime time? <laughs> Excuse me, Coach Prime. 
What about drumming with Tony? Tony. I tell you what, <laughs> let me let me hear it a little bit. No, no, let me. Tell, no, God is good. God is so good, and He brought me to this this spot. Let, let me hear drumming with Tony just a little bit. Okay, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna give you a hug and a kiss, <laughs> and that's a wrap. Fuck out of here. And that's a wrap. <laughs> I love that. Handling that question with such grace. Wow. God. God damn. I'm going to give you a hug and a kiss, and that's a wrap. I mean, great. Really good. I don't need injured players on my fucking no, team. No one needs... See ya. Wouldn't want to be... Now yet. transpose that to real life. We don't need injured no, players anywhere. What do you think the NFL is? If you're injured, you get replaced. No. What do you think working at fucking Herbie's Burgers is? If you're injured, you get replaced. Fuck off. Yeah. Rest I don't know why I picked Herbie's Burgers. Burgers, sorry. It was the first business I thought of. Okay, so this is Fishula X. Christine Revere, Fleetwood Mac, he says a bunch of stuff. This is my tribute to the late Songbird, who helped fill our lives with her music, and okay. along with her band Fleetwood Mac. Rest in peace, Songbird. Uh, you will me miss greatly. Okay. Um, pray for her soul, as she mm. was the true Songbird. She was also a sinner, apparently. Yeah, Christine fill our lives with wonderful music in the band Fleetwood Mac. Already covered that. Fishula X. Um, he also says, uh, uh, this is a Live Wire production 2022. Hmm. Copyright. No, copyright. In case Fuck. anybody wants, wants to get steal. Sued. In case anybody wants to steal this wonderful performance. Rest in peace, Songbird. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikki Cristino. A.K.A. Fishula X. Here we go. For you, <laughs> there'll be no more crying. Oh my God! This is a dude who hosts karaoke. For you, then nobody signs up. All right, I guess we're gonna do some Fleetwood Mac till we get more the people. The sun will be shining. <laughs> And I feel that when I'm near you, it's alright. I know it's right. You lose a fucking bet? <laughs> and I'm ready to tear this fucking place apart. To you. Alright, enough of that. Good day to you, Wayne. Desire uh, Justin Hawkins, and this is Justin Hawkins rides again. Obviously, it's a Justin Hawkins from the darkness. All Remember right, the song. I believe anything goes. Yo, I kind of dig that song. It, when it came out, I thought it was annoying as hell. But in retrospect, I'm like, I wish culture kind of ran with this when yeah. it happened. Really you know? sad. It was like the, it was it was labeled when it came out in the mid 2000s. It was labeled as the anti-strokes. Yeah, and I loved it. Great. Yeah, I, I, wish we, sure I wish we ran with it. Most of you will have heard that uh, Christine McPhee from Fleetwood Mac passed away yesterday. Um, she's only 79. I think in this day and age, that just seems like no age at all, does it? Mm. Um, and I suppose because of the contribution that she's made musically, um, it's just a huge loss, isn't it? It's one of those ones that stings a bit. Um, I didn't know her personally, Wait, but today's died? episode is a tribute sting to Christine Holy McPhee. Oh, I'll be very upset oh, if Austin Hawkins rides up. All right. Well, we don't have to worry about that. But <laughs> now, here comes the good stuff. All right. Now we shit. We take a shit on people who love who love Christine McVie and blah blah blah. However, I'm going to play a series of clips that show her musical brilliance. This is all demo tapes. Oh hell yeah! Okay. From the Mirage sessions. Hell yeah. 
I already love this. Pump it up. This is her initial demo of Little Lies. It's always better than the demo no, version. No, fuck. I used to think that I would get married to demos when I would make records and like get the stuff before it's mixed, but like, no, I just like I just like raw things. I just like things that are not finished. Yeah. This sounds fucking amazing. It's just her on keyboard. Her and John McVie, uh, ironically enough, her and John McVie, and just a trio playing. It's really nice. This is, the, this is the beginning, and then um, we add the uh, we add the ensemble, and this is what we get. All recorded in the same day as Sound City, nice. Sound City Studios in Los Angeles. With back with backing vocals just kind of flown in. All right. Almost there. These are demos to ultimately descend to <laughs> ultimately to send to Stevie Nicks who was living with Russ Kunkel oh in Las God. in Las Vegas at the time. <laughs> Like these are these are cassette demos that they sent to uh, like to uh, Stevie Nicks because she was too busy doing her solo stuff. Good lord! Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna send these to her." So these are all just cassette demos that they had to send. The whole reason for these demos existing is because um, uh, Stevie Nicks was a bad bandmate. I mean, yeah, that seems right. Now you've got. Um, she also did uh, the song "Hold Me." Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually did the song "Everywhere." She wrote that entire thing. We'll do that. This is also a demo. Also the trio, John McVie. Make I mean, that's with. way to do it. Yeah. She was kind of like Christine McVie. Obviously, was the chief songwriter in the band. It's not even close. <laughs> This is in some commercial that's on every 20 minutes right now. Right. And she died before she got that fucking check. That's right. sad. Yeah, it's probably in her mailbox right now. Getting real lame. That was her. And there's a different demo of that. This is with... um. a different demo. Slower with uh, more of a Lindsay Buckingham influence. Yep, there he is. Be 
you'll have a little really like high, almost shrill yeah. rhythmic thing that <laughs> happens. That's kind of when you're not singing. Really? Yeah. You sure? There's another one, another version. This is the alternate uh, session version. Everybody together in the room. And uh, the sequencing in the beginning. This is right before they went to press. It's the same day. Right before they went to record the real version a little faster. But you can tell it's like... Yeah, it's like a metronome or something yeah, going there at the night. Delay on everything. Yeah. I like the Lindsay Buckingham word that's all over it. You know that I'm proud and I love to take up space. Yeah. Ask for a better fucking chorus than that. No, it's Jesus. really it's fucking actual masterwork. Brings you to tears. Uh, she also wrote the song "Hold Me," which um, here's her demo version before the full band demo. Give her, her give her her due. Yeah. This is the trio with uh, Lindsey Buckingham, I believe, as well. In a wind tunnel. Yeah, exactly. Her singing, no problem. Yeah. There's nobody in the future, so baby, let me teach you to love. You know what though? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a fucking no st- a blasphemous statement here. All of her good songs, the mm. person who's really driving them, John mm. McVie. Those True. sick bass parts, they were meant to be together. True. She left them for a lighting guy and you know, yeah, man, whatever. Well, we gave us some great songs. Nothing for Brian Wilson, really. That's also <laughs> That was great. Now, oh, hold this... me like a good man should, which right. didn't make it to the original. Now, here's the right before we're going to, right, right before we're going to record it version. Here we go. This is the whole band together. I think it sounds awesome this way. This is really good. This is, this is the Lindsay Buckingham production influence on it. Of course, it's all like weird. Let's do them go. Yeah, right? You notice Mick Fleetwood's playing there? There's no fill going into no, the chorus. Yeah. Listen to this, like drummers, listen to this metronomic drumming. No fill going into the chorus. Listen to this. Although it doesn't matter, you and me got plenty of time. 
beautiful, right? <clears throat> and uh, last but not least is the song that she did with Brian Wilson when they were dating. <laughs> and it is um, her singing and playing funky clavinet in the background. Yeah. Now, the clavinet was was mastered. Like, should she play you, the song You Make Loving Fun? Yep. This is just, this is the way it was supposed to be on the album, just her singing. And um, then she was like, and then they were like, because it was such a volatile situation, they're like, well, I need to play guitar in it. I need yeah. to do this. And she was like, I just want it to be this way. And then she got beat out, whatever. There's a really good book about the making of this record of Richard yeah. Reed called Making Rumors. It's fucking great yeah. read. It was just supposed to be this. Like, this was like the finished thing. And then they're like, awesome. no, I need like guitar on number one. You know, she has like the funky, she loves the funky honer. I mean, it's really cool. It's a yeah, great sound. Funky honer clavinet. And she played it on this um, song that actually introduced this uh, episode, Love Surrounds Me. Mm. But this is an alternate version. On my own again, left It's her in the background with the Beach Boys. Crazy, right? their relationship was that for a brief moment in time maybe like a couple of months they actually made music together and they were like a real unit yeah because she's like oh around me like she knows like she's just like trying i very much trying to play with like all the other like ed carter and all the other beach boys side players that played on this record like like an ounce of professionalism to yeah. this fucking maniac life <laughs> complete <laughs> like, lunatic <laughs> like hey you know I, and it's crazy because he like they were far more successful and rich than the beach boys at the time and he blew it he's like oh i'm i have endless access to this force of music like <laughs> this the most popular or one of the like the most popular group in the world at the time and he's like okay i'm just gonna fucking blow it and like disrespect this person and have them break up with me i've like. read <clears throat> i've read like it's got to be like seven or eight books about like the manson family and whatnot right and i i hold dennis wilson in a really like a true pantheon of psychopaths way like he seems he seems unhinged in a way that's like professional like it's not even like amateur he's just like oh yeah he like, was a, 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 the ultimate self-sabotager. Unreal. Like, we as know, they're recording this, yeah, yeah. he's paying somebody to fucking redo her bushes without telling her. It was just yeah. complete lunacy. Like, no. fucking nuts. Now, speaking of geniuses. Hello. Yes, hi. This is Roy. <laughs> you left me a voicemail. <laughs> I left that note on your car. <laughs> yeah. Transitions yeah. like what that. Transitions like that are while we'll be in the podcasting hall of That's fame it. at some point. My name's Joel. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm sorry about the car. I ding I dinged your car. I, I'm pretty sure the damage isn't that apparent. I actually went and fixed it <laughs> as best as I could while you were inside. Now the thing is that um, Brad Carter from the PLA, 
from Phone, Lo- Phone Losers of America. He encouraged the listen, every listener to write carding notes on people's cars like, hey, I accidentally damaged your car. I'm sorry. Please call me. Yet. And then this number. Yeah. It was just his number. Genius. So he gave a lot of these numbers to Carlito to work through. And this is one of Carlito's best. This is an all-time great prank phone call. Where did you hit it at? Uh, towards the back, around where the gas tank goes, you know? <laughs> okay. God, I All miss right, him. So I never met him, but I miss I him. I got into an argument with my wife, and she was giving me a hard time because we bounced some checks. <laughs> okay? And I don't, I don't mean Just to get too personal about Just little shit like that it, is perfect. I've been wasting money on lottery tickets, and I went to an Indian <laughs> casino. So I got so angry that I started kicking your car. I kicked it a few oh, times in the man. back. You're kicking my car? Yeah, I was upset. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just lost my temper. <laughs> and then my wife, put, she said that I had to leave a note for some reason on your car. So I went ahead and left the note. But I fixed it. I fixed it as best as I could. I had one of those dent pullers. All right. But did you see the damage? Um, I'm going to go out and take a look at it again. I saw a little bit of stuff, yeah, but I wanted to talk to you first to double-check and make sure what I was looking at. Well, I got really mad at your car, okay? <sighs> so I kicked it, and that's that's. I just wanted to let you know that I kicked your car. Okay, well, I appreciate it, and I'll I'll get you, I'll give you a call back once I look at it and talk with my insurance agent. Obviously, it's a little late tonight. To well, no, the, them, in, so the, insurance, the insurance, I already fixed it. Insurance is nothing. I mean, you, okay. your your car should not have been there. Basically, is the way the way it goes. Why was your car there right. in my way? Well, your car you made me angry. You did personally. I kicked your damn car. I made you angry. Yes. How did I make you angry? The way you parked. Excuse me. My car was parked in a parking spot. Yeah, exactly. A little too close, too too far to you know to the side. <laughs> and then me and my wife got into it. We started arguing. I said, she's like. I said, you know, it'd be a damn shame if someone did something to this car, and then I opened my car door really fast, and it hit the the car door, like hit the side of your car, and it scratched it on the side there, like you saw. Uh-huh. And she said, oh, very nice, very very good, Groy, very good. You're brilliant. And I said, yeah, you don't like that? And then I got out, and I started kicking the car. And I said, what are you going to do now about it? <laughs> and we you realize kept- my car is in... My car is an Audi, right? Yes. Not a not a cheap fucking car. I don't. Uh, what's an Audi? What's that? I don't know a lot about cars. A very expensive car. It's an Audi. Those aren't expensive cars at all. No, they're not. It's not like it's a BMW. It's not like a BMW it's, or a, more expensive than a BMW and a, and a Mercedes. Well, I, I drive a I drive a Toyota Celica. So. Yeah. So you drive a piece of shit. I drive an Audi. <laughs> Well, that's why I'm kicking other people's fucking cars. You have an obvious attitude problem. Look, the most important part is that I made up with my wife, okay? I don't give a fuck about you and your wife. I give a fuck about my car. Well, You're going kicking people's cars. Well, there's a part of that you need to know about, too, about the way I made up with my wife. I don't give a shit about that. I'm happy for you. Well, no. You don't go on kicking people's cars. It was on top of your car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Bitch, you got issues. She, we, I had sex with her on top of the hood of your car. <laughs> Made up. Love it. Oh, man. After all this happened. What a genius. Hello? 
Are you there, Scott? Sir? <laughs> Sir, I'm sorry about the car. Are you there? All right, we lost him. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> he drives an Audi. I should have said I drive a Dodge Stratus. I saw some. <laughs> um, I have breaking Carolina. news What's up? right now. John Hinckley's Albany show has been canceled. Saw that. Yeah. Uh, he was going to have a show at a uh, really tiny punk house. And oh, is that right? I got to tell you, I don't blame John Hinckley for saying that. Is that, that right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I honestly think that the punk house couldn't give him what he wanted money-wise. I, I should book him now. You should book him now. Now's the time. Yeah. And I, I, but people were like, I'm going to hide it. I'm going to hide it from... Uh... Do you want to hear a Carlito driving call just because... Sure. Yes, I'm trying to find the hotel, but I'm lost. Uh, where are you located? These are my favorite. Yeah. How close to the highway are you? <laughs> Redlining is car. Say what? He's driving. Um, eighty. Eighty. I'm, I'm not from here. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. It's like five sixty-eight Washington Avenue, Belleville. Hang on. Let me put it. I'm gonna put it on my GPS. Hang yeah. On. Yeah. You put it. Yeah. Will it come up in the GPS? Yes. Of course. Okay, give me a second. I'm typing it in now. I have to be careful because I'm driving. <laughs> oh my god. Adult film actor for about 17 years. And I Hello? <laughs> oh. Really funny. Really good. Anyway. I, I have to find that one where the guy's screaming during the crash. <laughs> oh, help. <laughs> There's one where it's like there's a every, uh, like, there's a bunch of different people on the phone and he's like, oh help, oh it's my family, right, yeah. oh, my family, <laughs> my family, oh and I was like help, help. Oh man, yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff. So um, um so to, to end rips, I mean, Kirstie Alley also died like an hour ago, but we got nothing. We have no. Sam Malone can finally yeah, own the Sam, bar. Sam Malone's finally in the clear on fucking Cheers. Good Thank God. God. Should we do the um, should we do the thing that we were supposed to do like an hour ago now, or should we wait? Uh, up to you. I don't know what the thing is. Perry so Mason. Can, oh, Perry Mason. Yeah. Up to you. Whatever you like. Whatever we you're kind feeling. Of already did a music corner. Yeah, we can sit. We can wait till next week for Perry Mason's. All right. Yeah. All right. It's okay. Because the people will come back. Well, I'll tell you a teaser. I was riding with Andrew to our friend Mark's house to have a little shindig. It was nice. It was nice. Andrew picked me up in his truck, which was cool. And <laughs> Perry Mason by Ozzy comes on. And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I don't know. And then we listened to the song and it had the worst lyrics ever. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it was really bad. So we're going to, we'll do that next week. Why not? All right. Uh, well, we got missed connections, I think. And we have questions definitely. What are you feeling? Connections? I don't sure. know. We were supposed producer to meet Hannah with, was fucking offline this week. Well, we were supposed calls. to meet up with producer Hannah, and then we didn't. So 
Um, yes, I. No, you know what? Nah, she didn't send anything. So. All right, so she's traveling. It's all right. Fine, well, she's traveling. Yeah, she's we'll just traveling. do some questions, and then we will uh, we'll get out of everyone's hair. Okay, great. Um, yeah, let's do some questions right now. Question, right. Cue the question. Music. So the oh. the version of hearts I have has this big long silence that I gotta edit out. So no, there we fine. are. We're good. Ooh, we got a lot of questions. Very right. good. So, all right. I'll Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> people like my captain's hat. Oh, it's so Very good. Nice. Okay, what books you do recommend for my stepkids under twelve? P.S. They're getting into World War II stuff, which is why I'm asking. Nice, Sorry. very cool. Don't apologize. Sorry. Don't apologize. Don't. Yeah, that's great. Okay. I mean, yo, every kid under twelve should read Lord of the Rings in its entirety. No, nope, not some abridged shit. The whole thing. If they're into World War II stuff, they should read All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh yeah. yeah. Or um, what was the Ernst Jünger book? That was World War One. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know. My, just get um, a copy of Mein Kampf. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Whatever. Whatever they're into. Get the, get the side eye and you buy it <laughs> with kids. Well, did you see the uh, the video? It's like, mine, like, I got the Mein Kampf and I said, no, Minecraft. <laughs> I do kind of remember yeah. this. I don't know why. So yes. his father gets his kid yeah. a version of Mein Kampf and he's like, no, you fool. I said, Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. In honor of Ryan Van Wyck's latest video, what are your favorite Bulldoze songs? Could not tell you a single one. Um, I don't have a favorite Bulldoze song, uh, but Ryan Van Wyck, I, Ryan Van Wyck, um, love him. He reviewed a Bulldoze album. I'd rather he continue to review porn and not fucking bad hardcore records. That, right, that, like, a marginal amount of people yeah, care about. Yeah, definitely one of our listeners. Stop. Yeah, he's not a marionette. Distracting Stop. him. Stop it. He's going to point. He did porn reviews. That's what got him 3,000 views. That much closer to monetization. Stop distracting him. Porn only. Thank you. Let's, I have one that says, Come to Brazil. I would love to. It'd be delightful. How did they spell come? Uh, they spelled come C O M E, but they spelled Brazil with an S, which is interesting. But, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was thinking today, I was getting all stressed. And I wanted to just be on a beach. I'd love to go to a beach. So maybe I'll go to Brazil. Go Fuck to the beach. a beach. It's so boring. I love a beach. I know you hate a beach. I'll sit and I'll sit, but I get sand all over yourself. Mm. It's like, I'd rather just get a couple of drinks. Go to the beach. Yeah, you drink on the beach. You look at hard bodies. Hard bodies I can't get. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, what were your Spotify wrapped? If you don't use it, what do you think it'd be like? Mine was... <laughs> Strangely enough, I think that they only count the listens I listen to, I do on my computer computer instead of my phone. Oh, interesting. Because it was like a lot of stuff, I, like a couple things I hadn't listened to in a while, and then it was all Kim Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I listen to tons of music all the time, house music. I listen to mostly house music when I'm working on my phone. So I was like, this isn't right. This doesn't make sense. So, um, yeah, it was like... Not quite. It was like mostly Kim Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't use Spotify. Don't know and don't care. I think this is stupid and music should be held in higher regard than the fucking stupid thing you do at the end of the year. I think you're lame. Ahoy! Favorite place for a fish sandwich? Uh, Burger King. Uh, I don't know. Burger King, the whaler. 
I don't eat fish, really. I don't know. The whaler. The whaler. <laughs> Any tips for my first week at a new job? Will be my first experience at a corporate culture type office. Um, spend a lot of time preening your vocabulary and yeah. like making it seem like you do a lot of work and you'll get promoted. Don't. Uh, just listen. Don't talk a lot. Try to make one friend. Yeah. Um, don't be that. Just whatever you do, don't be that guy. Because the heat is right. on. Yes. When you get the first week when you get hired, people are judging you hardcore, mm -hmm. whether you realize it or not. Just be cool. Come in, do your work. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, you know, like, and then figure out who you vibe with and figure out who you don't vibe with. People you vibe with, try to really vibe with them. Hey, we're all going out to lunch. You want to come? Yeah, definitely. You know, that's all. That's all it takes. Uh, did you ever get caught jacking it? I don't think I ever have. My, my mom caught me once. She walked in the room. Whoops. Whoops. She blushed. So <laughs> I was like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah, I was definitely fucking beating it big time. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Uh, how would people? How would people are your work what? respond to smart toilet? Maybe this is the person <clears throat> from Brazil. How would people are your work respond to smart toilet? I would imagine at your work is what was going on okay. there. How would people at your work respond to smart I don't know because I work in an office in a gigantic office, which I could do a fucking dead mall review on at this point because nobody ever shows up. <laughs> I'm the only car in the parking lot. I show up. It's a total liminal space. I show up. Nobody. I leave. Nobody. It's run by three dudes who are in constant danger of getting fired. <laughs> Uh, they just keep the place going like it's a sarcophagus. It's insane. It is like the most post-capitalist thing I've ever encountered in my life. I walk on a, I walk my walk to work is past a like like a hundred lockers that it were installed right before the pandemic, and all of them are at zero, which means that they've never been touched. Hell yeah. Uh, it's the old Microsoft 0365 uh, uh, call center. Yeah. And then everybody went home. So there's all of these pristine brand new Microsoft branded cubicles that have nobody in them. It's insane. I dig this. And this then I work. Some, this is like some snow crash shit you work it's, in. It's so crazy. It's nuts. Um, yeah. Um, um, we got you guys played in a touring band for years, have done a podcast together for a decade, and are regular drinking buddies. Have either of you seen the other's penis? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I never have. Never not have. once. I'd be impressed. I'm I mean, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not against it. I'm sure we could. I mean, we are Esk we're definitely Eskimo brothers, but I'm sure we could. Uh, all, many times over. I'm sure certain. we'll eventually share a woman at some point, but not now. Um, <laughs> but soon. But soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, Han, stop talking about not being able to find a woman. It's making me depressed. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? Oh, I'm fucking sad for you. Oh, I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Fine, I won't talk about it anymore to make you feel better. I had somebody hit me up this week talking about how they wished we would talk about your job and, like, women things more. That, that they That's the content they like. Really? Yeah. Was it a woman? No, it was a man. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah, it's not a woman. It's never a woman. <sighs> Most amazing sports moment you have ever watched? I mean, I watched the catch happen. 
Like, it was fucking, it, it was like an optical illusion. It was ridiculous. Uh, Kirk Gibson home run uh, in uh, the World Series for the Dodgers. I watched that live. Nice. Unbelievable sports moment that'll make you cry. Yeah. Just Google Kurt Gibson home run Dodgers. Unbelievable. Like, I think about it now and I'm like, wow, if I was, if I had um, more alcohol in me, I'd cry thinking about it. Unbelievable. Kurt Gibson, who wasn't supposed to be in the game, has a two torn hamstrings. Tommy Lasorda, in his infinite wisdom, puts him in just to pinch hit because he can hit. Stand there and hit. He hits. Boom. Out. And everybody thought the the everybody thought the Dodgers were gonna lose. So there's a in when the when the ball is going out of the stadium because it was a 400 foot home run, out of the stadium. You see all of the cars that are listening to the game on the radio That's hit their right. brakes at once. There's a line of cars <laughs> going out of the stadium because it goes down. The stadium, if you've ever been in the stadium, it goes down right on the Sunset Boulevard, and then you have to turn right or left. It goes right into Silver Lake. And you have to, like, it's a big backup because it's only a single lane. Yeah, at the time. annoying to get out of when the yeah. fucking game's done really bad. <laughs> but all of the brake lights come on because they realize their mistake right at the point. It was so beautiful. And the commentary is awesome. It's perfect. And I witnessed that on television, live television, Channel 6. And it was awesome. It was beautiful. I realized too. Uh, live, I was there for uh, Mariano making the uh, the save record, which oh was God, fucking. Yeah. That was insane. That yep. was like we were jerking each other off. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Awesome. Can we get some uh, end of a year or self defense family guitar tabs? Trying to start a cover band. Wow. I, Good for you. They're not that hard, guy. <laughs> Come on. If you'd like to join me on uh, Skype, I can just show you how to play. Yeah. It. Oh, you should. You should charge two hundred fifty bucks and get your Red Beach money back. I should actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew, in a recent pod, you talked to a, a pod about how you talked. Uh, Andrew, you talked in a recent pod about how you and your ex had a very amicable split and you're still friendly. What's the chance of some goddamn tasty fucking corner content? I uh, I feel like she might have uh, comfortably closed the book on that part of her life. I think that the, might be done. Are you on the Tumblr? I'm on the Tumblr All right, right now. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would say uh, slim to nil on that. Mm. I mean, welcome to, I guess. But, sure. yeah. I love that. That was a good segment. Yeah. Just, you know, things, things move on. Things move on, baby. Let's move on. Um, okay, let's keep going here. Ethically, is letting an animal fuck you the same as fucking an animal? Just wondering. I've always maintained that a wagging tail is enthusiastic consent. Okay. Come at me. <laughs> um, um, but... I'm going to say ethically that's a little bit different. I think it is if an animal naturally, like... We're so closely, we're not even, we're so closely removed from animals. Like, humans are like a particle away from apes, and apes are a particle away from other animals. I think that if an animal, if a dog really wanted to fuck me, it's different than me fucking, you know, trying to get it in with a dog. Totally different. Yeah, it, and that's not quite Surprising the same. a dog with a hard-on and trying to fuck it? Like, yeah. it's totally different than yeah. a dog... Thinking in its head, oh, I can't. I, I really want to fuck my owner, and like me letting it, like giving it like the time of its life, awesome. Well, probably the only time it's gonna have sex. You know, let's be honest with spaying and everything, neutering. You know, 
<laughs> it's hard to get hard to get a red rocket these days. Yeah, really. So I'm like, yeah, it's totally different. Me um, trying to find my yeah, pinning a dog down and fucking it. Totally aw- evil, awful. Letting a dog fuck me. Meh. I'm gonna let you. You know what? You're only here for 12 years, buddy. Cubby, you know, <laughs> see, what, see what you Oof. got. You know, like I'm gonna get you the I am's good food, and I'm gonna let you fuck me. And you know, God bless. And then we're gonna forget about it and, and then, go to bed. Yeah, we'll never talk about it yeah, again. We'll never talk about it again. We're still gonna go on walks, and you're not you're your dog. Your brain's the size of a fucking walnut. Yeah, the power differential will not change. No, exactly. But when the lights go down, <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen? Hey, you might let me maybe want to lick my dick a little bit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> some peanut butter off my dick, there, buddy. Oh, you like this, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Are any either of you into the French New Wave Band Asylum Party? They have an overnight drive quality about them that I like. Do you like how quickly I moved us past the dog uh, moving, peanut butter? Yeah. Moving quickly <laughs> forward to the non bestiality oh, no. oh, there's something wrong with the microphone. I don't know what's going on. Nothing's working. All right. Asylum Party. No. I, I have no idea what it is. I'll try it. Asylum Party. I will listen to them right now. Having an overnight drive quality. Right, let's give it a go. 808. Sounds good. Sounds like Gang of Four so far. Sounds like Gang of Four playing through New Order's equipment. Yeah, it really does. It sounds exactly like that. Wow. Dead on. I like it. Yeah, thank it's you, clear, right? Whoever you are, thank you for hipping us to this record. Yeah, I'll give it Asylum a try. Silent Party, very good. Apparently, Terry Sub Subizik, Subizik, uh, the bass player, died. Oh, drag. Yeah. I um, I have a deep love for French music. I feel like they, they don't get a lot of accolades, but they produce some really, really good shit. French music. French, music. French music. Is that music that puts its tongue down your throat? <laughs> yeah, basically, it's music that gropes you in an elevator. Yeah. Um, Andrew, <laughs> oh. are you using soap yet, or is olive oil and baking soda on the shower shelf? Olive oil and baking <laughs> soda, baby, but really not even olive oil. Wow. If you okay. come to my house and you see their shampoo and conditioner and whatnot in the, in the tub, it is entirely because I felt weird that you were going to come over and not see it, so I bought it from Trader Joe's. In fact, Unreal. I've had the same tea tree shampoo and fucking conditioner for like three apartments now they'd never get touched wow okay that's a little weird baking soda uh you know what what would be the best prank call to make to your workplace um <laughs> your workplace is different than mine <laughs> yeah i was saying i don't think any prank call would would uh would work there. no i don't think mine mine it's i have too difficult of a phone tree yeah, no, one, no one can get to you. My job right now won't give me an actual phone number, so I, I had to make a Google voice number in order Jesus. to work. Unbelievable. What is going fucking on? Wow. I have the... No, like, it would cost money to get a phone number. Someone would bill me for hours to work on my phone. So they can't do that. So I made a Google voice number. Like I'm working out of a fucking basement. It really feels like the drain is coming up to oh, meet yeah. this company. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, got yeah. one more and that's it. Let's hear it. Would you rather date a girl who's super churchy, like almost cult level churchy, talks about her relationship with JC, or a girl who chews tobacco often, otherwise she's perfect, just the dipping? 
Eh, dipping. 100% dipping. Yeah, I think I'd go with dipping too. It's kind of like, I don't have a problem with dating somebody who's super churchy necessarily, but I mean, like, the dipping is the dipping's pretty simple. The dipping to get is over. like, it'd be the same thing as like if she like really like can't like, like Snickers bars and she ate yeah. them all the time. I gotta be honest. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women walking around right now have habits I find more detestable than dipping. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's fine. Whatever. But the churchy shit, I mean, that means she like. Like she won't just have she won't like fuck you in the morning and like right yeah there's a lot of like, it's yeah. like you know like, like like we're young we want to do like young shit we want to like fuck and we want to yeah. go out and get drunk and fuck afterward and shit like she wouldn't do any of that shit she want to go to bed at ten it'd be like fucking boring you know, I mean I want to go to bed at ten too that's a, that's a bad example but yes <laughs> oh, I feel man. you I, I, I feel when you. I'm dating somebody I want to go out and have the time of our lives and then we come home and we consummate mm. and I'm behind her fucking. Oh. Slapping away, man. Yeah, then what happens? Oh, I go down on her. Hardcore. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, she comes first, man. That's the rule. <laughs> Lube it up. Find her hot, leave her wet. Volunteer fireman. <laughs> Find them hot, leave them wet. That's it. Do you have more? No. Is that it? That's All it. right. We're done. Cool. We're done. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, we going for a long minute. I think this... Uh, well, I guess... Whatever. Fucking we shut have, me up. We have uh, three. We have three sponsors. Three time. sponsors. Let's go. Let's All right. Everybody, OlderGhost.com. OlderGhost.com. Um, vintage clothing for vintage prices. No $1,000 t-shirts here, folks. Uh, Jessa works very hard to bring you the best in vintage clothing. Uh, now it is time to go to uh, OlderGhost.com. Also, OlderGhosts on Instagram. And now it is time to download the Older Ghosts app. Um... She made, like, made us look like a million bucks. Imagine what she could do for you. <laughs> she would, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, Dambassini.com. Dambassini.com. Uh, he has his new Roadhook Reviewer out, No Invite Volume 9. Check it out. Uh, he also has a bunch of other stuff going on. So just, you know what? You just have to direct your browser to www.dambassini.com. Also, uh, this is a real one. Uh, Instacart. Oh, wow. Now at Instacart, when you order online, our personal shopper will carry your groceries straight out to your car. That's right. It's the fastest, the simplest, and, and you know, I want to say so much. Um, <laughs> the easiest in curbside pickup. Just go to instacart.com uh, to pick out all of your favorite products, and we'll put your order together and have it ready for your arrivals. So leave the heavy lifting to us at Instacart. Groceries have never been easier. That's door to car. Door-to-car-door door door delivery. Order online today at instacart.com slash overnight drive for 15% off your first order. Thank you. Have you ever gotten groceries delivered, like, for real? No, I haven't. It is the fucking best. <laughs> it's so good. I actually should start doing it again. I used to do it in Brooklyn all the time. And who better to do it with than our then, new partner's yeah. Instagram, Instacart. Instagram cart. Instacart, um, yeah. Yeah, it's really good, and I need to go food shopping in a really bad way, so maybe I'll do that shit tomorrow. That's the Pubic Care Club for men. Of course. But, uh, yes, our new Andrew and I's, uh, what we did was we took both of our life savings and we put it into this new uh, thing called the Pubic Care Club for men. You know, Andrew, I'm not ready to lose my pubic hair. <laughs> not now. Uh, but I never thought there was a real solution. Look, there's no magic cure for pubic baldness. But by starting the pubic hair club system, I can keep the pubic hair I have and get my treatment without leaving the couch. Join the pubic hair club for men. The easiest way to keep your hair. Uh, 
Go to down there. Keep your hair down down there. there. Go to phcfm.com. Now introducing the Pubic Hair Club for Women. The bush is back. Did you know that? I I did know that. Electrolysis took hold in the early, uh, early aughts. Now there's some regret there. For a limited time, we are allowing a select group of gals to try the Pubic Hair Club sustainable system. So check it out at phcfm.com. Thank you very much. All right. Well, cool. Um, everyone have a good week. Take care of yourselves. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking R.I.P. Christy Alley. Christy Alley. Christy Alley. Sam can finally so buy the bar. Fu- I thought you were so hot when I was a kid and you were on Cheers. You were fucking smoking hot. Ridiculous. She got famous for being overweight. Yeah. Kind of went off the rails a little I bit. I think there. she got bummed out because Sam wouldn't. Have sex with her because he was all he, he got gaslit by Christine. Yeah, it was all messed up. It's a rough scene. Yeah, I miss Shelley Long to be honest. Shelley Long, yeah, but he, she she didn't miss him. No, not even a little bit. And then Kirstie Alley uh, was you know like Miss Right Now, and then it ended up being a whole thing. Sam Malone could not have anybody, instead yeah. he had her. She's so hot, so wow. hot. R.I.P. She did look good. She looked good in Cheers. Go back and watch Cheers. She looks great. Speaking of looking good, good luck to Caitlin Clark this year. Good luck to Caitlin Clark. Iowa, number 22. I bought a, I bought one of her t-shirts. Should be here any day now. We were talking about finding a way to get a WNBA game live and send you there just to like oh. give you the chance to bump into her you know, like in the hallway. I don't know what I'd do. I, I, I couldn't tell I would I would involuntarily ejaculate like that guy from Vietnam, probably. <laughs> when he shot in Way City, when he shot the three guys. And oh, yeah. The adrenaline made him ejaculate. Yeah. In the book Dispatches. You want to check it out? Um, yeah, I would probably do that. God, she is my fucking celebrity crush. And, oh, more now more than ever. Oh, she obviously worked out in the offseason. She looks so fucking good. Wow. All right. And she's 21 now. So, oh, so now it's on. If your game is on, yeah, I want to get her all drunk, and she'll be bad at basketball. Put her in the put her in the mental headlock of dating me. But you could, <laughs> but you could do the thing now. You can go out all night until like two in the morning, bring her home, and then it's, uh, it's go time. Oh yeah, in the, in the Iowa dorms. <laughs> Jesus, Iowa! Fuck Christ! She's fucking beautiful. Oh. All right, I got nothing else to in say. But I did this stupid thing where I thought, like, oh, we should end with a Ramon song that's been stuck in my head. <laughs> that's a minute long. But that's a minute long, and now this is going to be the third go around. So I need to wait for the <laughs> song to end and then start it again. I'll shut up. And then, well, now we got to keep calling. And now I can't just start it over. I got to let it go. You it's almost just, done. It's almost done. And you, you don't play the best Ramon song, Commando. I love Commando. Really good. Commando. All right, y'all. Take care of yourselves.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.